Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Yorker, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my co-host, Cody Frankel, who's up a little bit past his bedtime right now as we're recording after the Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup. Cody, I don't want to keep you too long, man. I know you got an early morning. You're a morning guy. I'm a, I'm a night owl, but what's going on, man? What'd you think of that game? It was fucking crazy, dude. Um... <laughs> like half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I've been sitting, I've been sitting, waiting for this recording since 8 p.m. And Johnny was like, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, two hours, three hours, four hours. Um, no, but it was, uh, yeah, it was really good. The last five minutes were crazy. Um, I thought a lot of people said Darcy Kemper didn't have what it takes to win a cup. And there he is. So it shows you don't need to really have that much of an elite goaltender, I guess, if you have Cam Lacar on your team. But yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I, it just, I don't know, man. It just, uh, when I saw them at the end of the game, throw their sticks up and throw their gloves up, it made me so mad. Just wishing it was us mm-hmm. just like, I want that feeling. And, um, you know, they definitely deserved it. They were for sure the best team. Um, they, they, uh, they definitely Tampa made it a good series, which, mm-hmm. you know, kind of makes you think that maybe the Rangers could have made it somewhat of a series, but, um, yeah, I mean they deserved it for sure. And uh, speaking of that, I saw I just saw the new odds came out, and I'm I'm already happy where yeah they came out, and the Rangers are fourth. So I'm really? very happy with it. Yep, ten to one odds. Abs no are six. Abs are six to one. Lightning eight to one. Rangers and Hurricanes ten to one. So I didn't realize that. That's awesome. I, I didn't realize they come out that quickly after the Cup final ends, which is yeah. Nuts. It, in every sport, the second the the second the final ends, or, or you know whatever Super Bowl, anything immediately World Series. That that night it comes out right away, but um, but yeah, no, I mean, what what do you think of the game? Well, I just think one thing to say too about this Avalanche team, and we talked about it before, is that they're so goddamn likable. You know, like yeah. they're the best team in the game. They've been the best team, I think, for the last two years. Like I still think they were the best team last season. But to see these guys win, to see how happy Nathan McKinnon was and Landis Cog and and obviously McCarr and all these guys that are just such likable superstars, like they have mm-hmm. the most you know, top to bottom talent, I think in the entire NHL, they're the most deep team in the league. And they showed that all playoffs long. And to your point, you talked about Kemper not being, you know, technically an elite goaltender, but he's good enough. And and sometimes when you have that much talent around you, like you said, you don't really need the best goalie in the world. Right. And I think the encouraging thing about the Rangers is that they might not have, you know, a McKinnon or a McCarr, but they're pretty fucking damn close with Panarin and Fox and and Ryder and all these guys and Lafreniere. So it's really, you know, only time, I think, will tell for the Rangers, right? Like it took this avalanche team since, you know, the emergence of McCarr coming to the league three years ago, it took them time to figure it out, right? They lost last year. They lost four straight games, similar scenario to the Rangers this year. They're up to nothing in the series, lost four straight. So, you know, these, these things are a a learning experience for the Rangers, but as far as the abs go, it's really awesome to see them win. I'm happy that McKinnon won a Stanley cup. I mean, he's one of my favorite players to watch. He's so electric, so strong. He's, he's literally just a horse out there. And I don't know any other like professional athlete, like him i mean obviously there's there's some you can argue i guess in other sports but in the nhl there's not many like him and and then again too i want to give credit to the tampa bay lightning fans for sticking around and cheering for their team because what they did 
for the last three years has been incredible. And, you know, it would have been cool, honestly, to see Tampa win this cup also because they would have won a bubble. They would have won a shortened season and they would have won a normal season, which would have been kind of cool to have like three different ways to win the Stanley cup, but nah, fuck them. They beat us. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I'm happy. Colorado won. And, yeah. Um, I want some money. So that was nice, but also clo- close your eyes and take a deep breath real quick. Close you your eyes, take mm-hmm. a deep breath. Jack Johnson won a Stanley cup. <laughs> Honestly, good for him, man. Good <laughs> Jack for him. Johnson won a Stanley cup. Who would have thought basically Jack Johnson and uh, Patrick Nemeth swap spots and, yeah. Well, who knows? And, they probably uh, wouldn't have won it with Nemeth. So. Yeah, probably not. They probably would have had quite a few holes to fill, but hopefully uh, Nemeth, uh, knock on wood, isn't a ranger in two weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll see about that. But, but yeah, all no, in was, all, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, yeah. no, no. Go for it. I was just saying before we move on to this uh, ranger stuff and, and Panarin stuff that we're going to talk about, what a great NHL season, you know, yeah. from, from the beginning to end. Like we saw so many cool things. You know, Trevor Zegris, the emergence of him, Zach, or Jack Hughes, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just all the stars showing up. Matthew scoring sixty goals. Cider with a great rookie year. Igor having a best in a year. Like, yeah, a lot of you know talented players just truly stepped up. And McDavid and Drysaddle, like those two, like it really just you know across the league. Johnny Gaudreau in Calgary. Everyone just kind of performed this year, and it was one of the most exciting hockey seasons I've seen in a long time. The TNT coverage was great. ESPN, you can say got some work. Right? <laughs> ESPN like, needs a little work. But, but just having it back on ESPN, I thought was awesome. Like I was yeah. able to watch every game on the ESPN app. Like it was, it was yeah. just a great year of hockey. For sure. For sure. I mean, ESPN mainly they, we, I, I just got to talk to their camera guy with that one camera angle. The, you know, uh, you know the, the one the, I'm like, talking about the, like, the NFL one. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're doing there. Like full, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it, it was good. TNT was awesome. Uh, yeah. It was all in all a great season. I, I, I mean, can't, can't ask for much more. Um, overall like for viewership and things like that so it's definitely going to be great and it gets you excited for next season because this espn coverage and this turner sports coverage clearly boosted these ratings and and it's getting a lot of people into the sport who might not necessarily have been big hockey people so it's definitely exciting definitely exciting times and you know for us I mean we just we just have one more thing to do and that's that's win a stanley cup or make it to the cup and win the win the cup because I, I'm just thinking about them throwing those sticks in the air. And I yeah. just wanted that. It, it, it like, it like made me mad, but it didn't make me mad. It just made me be like, Oh, I wish I had that, you know, like the, yeah. like disappointment, like not like not disappointment, but like, just like, Oh, I, I, I want that so bad. Um, it was just such a cool feeling. Like I saw, I think it was, I think it was ranting in, like jumped over the boards and just jumped right into yeah. my cars, my car's yeah. uh, arms. Like it was like, Chuck the shit. Yeah. yeah, like I just picture like Kreider and Mika doing that into each other, you know, so. I think it's, I mean, I was texting you about it because I know you wanted to record and I was like, I got to watch, I got to watch, I got to watch. It's just the best. Yeah, and then sell. they cut it out. I know. I said I wanted to see Kale lift the Stanley Cup and they cut to Emily Kaplan, which was, you know, whatever. But um, I, I just think it's the best celebration in sports. Obviously, it's biased, but like you don't see that really in any other sport, right? Like lifting that trophy. Bro- and- yeah, yeah. Well, not not the trophy lift, but I was gonna say like in the World Series, like y- you'll see people like everybody sprints and they jump into each other's arms and stuff like that. And I would like, actually say after hockey, I like the MLB celebration. Yeah, best. yeah, their celebrations are awesome too. But yeah, I mean, lift, lift, taking turns lifting the trophy in front of your fans while they're all watching is just mm-hmm. something awesome to watch. And yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, you know exciting times for the sport. And uh, on that note, you want to talk about some. Uh, Johnny's hot news rumors swirling around. Yeah. Well, before that too, we should touch on our guest today, Nick Kiprio. Speaking of, you Nick know, Kipper. celebrating with the Stanley cup, 
Kipper's yeah. an awesome dude. 1994 Stanley Cup champion with the Rangers. That was an awesome interview. So stick around for that. And I, th- I think you were the one that discovered the Panarin rumors. I thought, right? You I did. Found that article. I did. Yeah. yeah. You were like, where, where you see this? I, was I, like, I Well, I didn't see, I didn't even it. hear anything about it. And I saw you send that article in and I was yeah, like, it's what gotta be all smoke, man. There's no way. Like, here's the thing. Like, yeah, give some backtrack a little bit. So supposedly Drury said he was unhappy with Panarin's play in the playoffs. And I, I don't know who he said it to. I don't know if it's come out, but it leaked to reporters and so on. And now, you know, everyone's talking about it. It was swirling all over Twitter. I'm having people text me like, yo, is this what's going on with this Panarin stuff? Man, I think it's got to be all smoke. Like, could I see Drury possibly have said something like, yeah, do I think he said it with malicious intent? Absolutely not. Like Panarin's our dude. I, I know he didn't play how he should have in the playoffs, you know, whatever, 16 points in 20 games, which for anybody else, it would be great. But for him, it's not great because you expect, you know, 30 points in 20 games or something like that. But it is what it is at this point. Um, it, it just makes no sense to me. Like, yeah, he's a super high contract, but he's like, he's one of the main wheels that, makes this cog go forward and also like it, it makes no sense to move a big contract that wouldn't be true but like it like it just it just makes no sense i mean it's it's got to be all smoke plus he has like a no movement clause so the only way that's happening is if like drury secretly wanted to do that to make him mad and like wave his no move clause it just makes zero sense so i think it's got to be all smoke like what do you think you know what pisses me off too how would you consider, in one word, how would you describe Artemi Panarin as a hockey player? Frustrating? No. I'm <laughs> no, kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Um, like, in, in one word, as a hockey player or as a person? Yeah, yeah hockey player. Hockey player? Like, like specifically to his, like, skill. Like, what would you, like I, I, I would consider him a playmaker. Finesse. Finesse, yeah. 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 So, so what does that kind of player need? Fucking support on his line. Right. And, and Ranger fans were saying, like, Panarin, Panarin, Panarin. It's all on him, all on him, all on him. Look at who he's playing with the whole time. Yeah, like, I mean, cop, cop didn't cop didn't have a point in like he maybe had one point in the last eight games. Like yeah. you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, listen, it there was definitely they never released the injury report though, right? Because like I know Crowder got the surgery, but they yeah, never I didn't really see anything. they never really released it. And like I mean, he had to have been hurt. Something had to have been off with him. I'm sure all these guys had some form of issue. Mm-hmm. You know. It, he wasn't being the type of like aggressive playmaker yeah. that he usually is. Like he's usually, he's always a playmaker, but he's usually aggressive, a little more aggressive and he wasn't really doing that. So it is what it is. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think anybody needs to worry. If he does, you can come find me and, and you know, I'll host some uh, counseling because we'll all be sad, but I, I don't see it at all. And it just makes no sense. Um, but, but on that note, we do have uh, some very important dates coming up on July 1st. We have, the first buyout period. So see you, Nemeth. Um, Now, maybe July 7th and 8th, we have the draft, which is super exciting. And then, um, you know, July 13th is is probably the most exciting, and that's obviously free agency. Um, And I'm not really sure about the buyout, what what the deal is with buyouts. I always forget if it's before free, like if it's before free agency, the the final window or the first Mm -hmm. window or something like that. But I think we will have clarity on the CACO situation by the 13th so bear with us for like two and a half more weeks and we'll we'll know if our boy is uh is here to stay mm-hmm. definitely going to be an interesting off season the draft won't be too exciting because we don't have a first round pick this <laughs> we and we yeah. lost the second too right did we lose the second i'm not sure about that i'll have to check that one i know for a fact we don't have a first yeah we yeah cop cop yeah. took our first we had um, two seconds but Vitrano was a fourth mott was mott 
wasn't Ma was like a fourth too, right? So no, no, we definitely have two seconds still. I think. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have two seconds. We have two seconds. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that, but um, I mean, I don't really have much else to say in regards to the Rangers. You want to just go into the interview with Kipper? Yeah, I think we could send it over to Kipper. Before we do send it over to Kipper, I really want to share this really cool video really quick. My good friend Julie Stewart Binks was covering the Stanley Cup final for the NHL, and she was kind enough to go up to Kale. And for those of you who don't know, Kale McCarr and I spent a year together at UMass, my sophomore year, his freshman year. So I, first of all, I could not be more happy for him for everything he's achieved this year. And, and not only this year, just everything away from the rink as well. He's an awesome dude, but Julie uh, has been messing with him the entire final, like fucking with me, like saying, oh, you know, Johnny Laz, you know, Johnny Laz, all this stuff. So obviously last night she went up to him on the ice while they were celebrating the Stanley Cup and, and told Kale to give me a shout out. So I want to play this video really quick for you guys. I think it's hilarious and uh, definitely one of the cooler videos I have on my phone now. So take a quick listen to this. Hello, quick shout out to yeah. Jay Laz. Oh yeah, Johnny. Johnny. Uh, Laz, sorry you couldn't be here. Probably probably couldn't afford to come here. So sorry about that, but uh, yeah, no. Proves that you're friends, at least, you know. I'm, yeah, again, there you go. I'm still I mean, suspect about that. He texted me before. He's like, hey, if some girl in the pink dress comes up and says, do a video about me, say, I like, like you like me. And I was like, okay, fine. So, right. there you I'll go. I'll just leave it that. Yeah. Man, congratulations. What a thank week. You. Honestly, so good all of you deserve it. I want to thank Julie again and my good friend, Kale. I don't know why he decided to throw in the subtle chirp there, but I'll take it. Hope you guys enjoy the interview with Kipper. This week, we're pumped to welcome on from Sportsnet 590, the fan and a member of the 1994 Stanley Cup champion, New York Rangers, Nick Kiprios. Kipper, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, Johnny. How are you? Cody, great to be on with you guys as we get down to the final stretch of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I understand you were just at a uh, charity event. Do you want to touch on that really quick? Or Well, you know what? Uh Short of, uh, you know, the Toronto area, man, you could do one every day, but you kind of <laughs> just pick and choose a few things. So I took uh, the morning off. I helped a good buddy out in uh, Durham, Ontario. Uh, he got together with a few friends, uh, raised a little bit of money. It, it's all good. But uh, you try to give back when you can. Um, and today was one of those instances. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. definitely love that. Um, and our, our Rangers had a great run this year. So, yeah. uh, you know, they were, they were fun to watch for sure. Uh, I wanted to ask you watching this team throughout the year, do you see any type of similarities between the 94 Rangers core and this Rangers core? Well, I think, uh, yeah, there, there, there aren't that many off the top of my head. Uh, all I do remember is before I even got traded to the Rangers in 93, how the, the New York Rangers were just going to go for it. And uh, they made this commitment to go get one of the best leaders in all of sport, Mark Messier. And uh, there was going to be no cost restrictions on what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. So we do know that they went out and they accumulated a ton of talent. And if you go back to 94 and you do the, uh, the, the payroll on that team, <laughs> It's probably uh, more expensive than the 2022. They, they spent a ton of money, but they didn't care uh, because we all know that the, the demon that they were fighting against, you know, was 1940. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, in, in saying that, this has a different feel and it has to have a different feel. You have to build through the system. There are no Mark Messier's uh, to trade for. 
Uh, there are no Steve Larmers out there that can come in and solidify a top six. Um, there's no uh, Nick Kiprios at the time, you know, I was making, I was one of the better paid fourth liners mm -hmm. in the National Hockey League. You just can't go out there and, and accumulate these type. You got to build it through a system and you got to be very selective. You got to hope your draft picks turn out. Um, and then when you have your top talent, you lock them in like a fox, like a Chris Kreider and now a Zibanejad. So um, in, in many ways, the similarities lie in the fact that you got a great goaltender. Mm -hmm. We had Richter, Shesterkin, we had Leach, they've got Adam Fox. And yes, Zibanejad can turn into a, a, lead, a good leader one day, but is he ready to be a Marc Messier? I don't think he is just yet, but then again, who is, right? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point for sure. And I, I'm laughing what you said about well-paid fourth liner because <laughs> I feel like uh, Barclay Goudreau is a modern-day Nick Kiprios over there. So. <laughs> well, the good news is, is uh, uh, you know, Barclay's been there in terms of winning a championship. And, you know, we're watching the Toronto Maple Leafs and we can't find, you know, two guys that can bring in Stanley Cup experience. And when you've got a guy like Goudreau that can come in off his great runs in Tampa Bay and and, and provide leadership like that, it, it it goes a long way. So absolutely I, I think I think the Rangers are doing it the right way. There's no question that the kids have made great strides. Um and we saw at times uh Lafreniere's line with Kako uh mm -hmm. the kid line. The kid line uh -huh. often their yeah. best line. Now it's a double edged sword. You don't want them to be your best line because that means that there's three other lines that aren't uh, doing their share of, of work. Right. Uh, but 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 the good signs are that these guys are talented guys and they're ready to go to the next level. And that will just uh, enhance Zabanajan and, and Panair and, and, and Kreider next season. So we're going on 28 years now since the 1994 Stanley Cup. Each year, does it get more like, you know, bittersweet that you were able to do it in a city like New York? Or are you just dying yeah. for this to happen and, and see the cup party in New York City in the modern day? Because yeah. well, you know, we, we've talked before and I know you did some partying uh, in your day in 94 with the cup. But I have to imagine it's, it's almost more appreciative as as time goes on. It, it is more appreciative, but it's like it's the chicken and the egg. You know, you can't you can't take yourself emotionally to somewhere um, it's almost like you're cheating, mm -hmm. right? You gotta, you, you just gotta worry about the next game. Don't worry about the parade. Don't worry about the accolades. Don't worry about, you know, uh, earning your next contract Just win the game you're supposed to win. And unfortunately the Rangers off to a terrific start against Tampa Bay, um, either didn't have the experience or the wherewithal to to close that series out after going up two nothing, and I'm not here to suggest to you that they got a little ahead of themselves, but mm -hmm. you emotionally you got to stay in the moment. Right, you can't go too far ahead. And I I got traded to the Rangers, and within like it seemed like ten minutes, I couldn't walk down yeah. uh, Fifth Avenue with people going, hey, welcome to the team, but please win the cup. <laughs> win the cup. I've waited so long. My dad's waited so long. My grand, my grandpa's waited so long. And so there's constant reminders for us that it had been 54 years. Mm -hmm. So, right. um, you know, is, is that added pressure? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. It all depends on who you are as an individual. 
Um, but uh, it is what it is. But all that mattered to us was just the next game. And then, and then you you look around, you're like, oh my God, we won our last game of the season. That yeah. means we're Stanley Cup champions. Okay, now we can think about partying. Well, to piggyback on that a little bit, Cody and I have kind of taken the perspective of we're not so upset they lost to Tampa because they probably didn't really stand a good chance against Colorado. And people have come at us with like, the, that's a loser mentality, but it's, it's not. It's a realistic expectation. I mean, I don't think anyone really expected them to get to game six of the conference final this year. So as a player and a former player who went through it, who knows how much time it actually takes to be successful and get to the top of that mountain. What is your mindset this season? If you, if you played Colorado in the Stanley Cup final and lost in five games, yeah. you're probably going into the summer, like, Holy shit, man. Like what, what could we do to beat that team? I feel like it's better for them that they didn't face that. I, listen, it, again, it, it's, it's a really Johnny, when it comes to that sort of mentality, you can justify anything you want uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and turn it into a positive or a negative for sure. And I would hope that the Ranger players would have your kind of mindset because it is a healthy one. There's nothing wrong with thinking that way. Um, but, you know, this this sport has a funny way of, of working out, uh, uh, you know, the energy and where you move from year to year and Montreal Canadiens. Like, <laughs> right. Is that not a prime example of a yeah. team that just barely gets in, goes to a final and then the following year has one of the worst seasons ever. So you don't really know. Uh, it, it, it's it's a beast. Uh, it's got an energy of its own, and you just hope that when you're when when you find the 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 tide or you find the rhythm that you can take it for a ride. But you never take anything for granted here uh, in the National Hockey League. Teams are too tight, and then the discrepancy in the salaries, the cap. Everybody's kind of built the same way where you've got maybe 30 or 40 million and five guys. And then you've got the rest of your salary and your third and fourth line guys or your second pairing D Mm -hmm. and you just roll the dice. Mm -hmm. No guarantees that the Rangers will get to a conference final next year, Mm -hmm. but you hope that you believe in your process and you're going about it the right way. And you start next season, you can stay healthy. Shesterkin can go and play another 55, 60 games and and be the star that he is. And you give yourself the best opportunity. But I I think the Montreal Canadiens are a prime example, just not for the Rangers, but any other team in the league that you don't take anything for granted. Right. Well, well, Kipper, I I don't want to let you off the hook so easily. So going back to partying, can you tell us, one crazy story that maybe happened throughout your career that maybe most fans haven't heard. It doesn't even need to be during the cup year. It could be any, at any point during oh. your eight year career. Well, we just, there's just not too many things that we didn't end up doing, you know, uh, in New York city from uh, at the time, the MTV MTV beach house where all the models got pissed off because the Stanley <laughs> cup was getting more attention than they were. <laughs> Um, Yankee Stadium, spending the whole day uh, there and and wanting to get out of the, the 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 locker room so they could get ready for the big game because you know us as hockey players, an hour and a half before the game, the music oh, shuts yeah. off and then we're like stone faced, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're barely cracking a smile. Everything's about uh, uh, the seriousness of puck drop and those guys are asking us to stay an hour before their first pitch for a big buffet. And they were going to play kangaroo court. (laughs) Kangaroo uh, court. That's great. 
Yeah, and we're playing kangaroo court with the New York Yankees. That's sick, um, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, other than that, you know, I, I saw the anniversary of a Boston Bruins Stanley Cup uh, bill that ran about $150,000. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see that one? Yeah. There was like one Amstel light on that check I, or something I, like I'm that. I'm telling you, I, I got... I was one of the last people to leave a party uh, about a week after we won the cup. And there was a, a manager that tried to give me at the time about a $65,000 bill. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know how much I make yeah. on the New York Rangers? I'm one of the lowest paid guys. And I didn't order all this champagne and I didn't order all these, uh, you know, these uh, entrees and uh, shots. And I'm like, uh, you might have to send this one uh, to Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Uh, Call up Neil Smith. He'll take yeah, care or, of it. Or, or Mark Messier. <laughs> Neil Smith. I think I think at, the, at, at that certain time, a Paramount Company, you know, of course, uh, the big entertainment. Uh, I'm like, send them the bill. But uh, little old me, I'm not getting stuck with uh, 55 grand. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wouldn't want to be that guy either. Is there one guy in the NHL right now who you would have loved to have as a teammate and then also one guy you would have loved to play against? <laughs> play against is a tough Maybe one. Maybe beat up a yeah. little bit. <laughs> well, listen, um, I'm not sure if Ranger fans will be happy with me, but uh, I, I look at a guy on Washington, uh, oh, Tom Wilson, yep. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to play with him. But I'd also be challenged to find a way to get in his face too. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe it's the same guy on on two different sides. Uh, but there are not that many Tom Wilsons out there every once right. in a while. And yes, he can be a bully for the Washington uh, Capitals. But you know, myself, Joey Kosher at the time, Mike Hartman. You know, our roles with the Rangers during our Cup years was to every once in a while stand up to the bully or find a way to throw him off his game or, you know, just get him uh, not thinking about bothering uh, the star players like Leach or Panarin. And uh, th that, that was the role. And if you really think about where the Rangers have come full circle, including, um, you know, getting uh, Gerard Gallant as a head coach, think about, that episode against Tom Wilson oh, yeah. you know, a year ago and where right. they are today and how tough they are and how, you know, um, Truba's gone from one of these players. Like, why is he making $8 million a year? And what does he really do? And what is he really good at? And now you're looking at Truba going, okay, one of the best open ice Beast. body checkers out there. Right. Uh, a great leader, a stand-up guy a top four guy, a shutdown guy. Think about the, the progression that the Rangers have made with that whole, you know, standing up to Tom Wilson's of the world. So that's, that's, that's to me a sign of a real team mm -hmm. um, when, when you can find ways to, uh, you know, and Ryan Reeves has come in and gave him so much attitude. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you hear, I can't skate anymore. or He's no good. I'm like, no, no, no that guy's paid to give your team attitude. Right. That's the number one reason why you signed Ryan Reeves. And he has delivered on that. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of that can be attributed and, you know, credited to Chris Drury. I mean, he, he really transformed this team really well and culture that's, that's GM of the year, Chris Drury actually. So well, he didn't win. No, didn't he win? 
No, nah. he's up. He, they, they haven't announced it yet. They're oh, gonna announce oh it. man. I, I just Which saw is... a notification yesterday when I was watching the Yankee game <laughs> no, after Shesterkin got announced. <laughs> he, he's one of three guys still. And for whatever reason, they, they're waiting to announce it. Yeah. It's like, uh, to me, it's a little goofy, but, you know, he certainly got a good chance to to, to win that award. And yeah, the, he's uh, coming in in his first year, big challenges. And uh, for the most part, you know, you look at uh, the moves, especially with the uh, the depth, you know, uh, we'll see what happens with uh, Andrew Kopp, whether he right. remains a New York Ranger or not. Mm. But, uh, big question. You know, big question. Uh, but uh, certainly those moves help them get the depth to go to a conference final. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Kipper, we're good friends with Avery Zaretsky, who you might have yeah. met a couple weeks ago. And, yes. uh, you know, you have that iconic photo with the cup and his family in the background with the Now I Can Die in Peace sign at Game yeah. 7 and 94. How cool was it like meeting them and like hearing their story? Because that's such a cool, yeah. like, you know, come together kind of moment that, like, you know, obviously the hockey community can like just like love. It's a really cool story. Yeah. And Johnny, you know what? Uh, what made it more, uh, more special was that we just ended up kind of bumping into each other. Uh-huh on the Friday night, uh, after game two. And, uh, you know, the first thing, um, one of the, one of the sons does is show, shows me his a screensaver and it's me, That's you know, in the background uh, holding up the cup, uh, with his dad, you know, right there. And, um, you look I, emotional I, talking about it, honestly. It, yeah, yeah. I, I am. I still am because it's, it's such an amazing, uh, you know, it's amazing for me to be a small part in, in such That's a the photo. iconic photo. That mm-hmm. is your 1994 That's the photo. photo. And uh, I just remember when we won the cup, you know, of course, I'm looking for my dad who was there, my sister, but I'm also looking for that sign. And I, the first thing I said is like, you know, this cup belongs to you. So, so, so now you and your fellow New Yorkers can all die in peace. This I'm was like, my, this was my first. <laughs> This was my first pull, you know, not even my family, to be quite honest with you, because, <laughs> because you know, I mean, me, my family, we're, we're so grateful for being a part of it, but it pales in comparison to what the families, the Ranger season ticket holders, you know, they've all felt uh, over the last, you know, 54 years waiting for this trophy and it was just like yeah man this cup is as much as yours it is it, it is ours that's right. so sick you gotta tell that story to the rangers before the playoff game yeah <laughs> they know it you know what's crazy too johnny is that like when we won the cup we knew how long it was since the last ranger team but we didn't know any of the players we didn't know any of their stories we didn't know any of the you know the, the history right yeah. We just knew of a, a couple of pictures of them hanging on the wall. Now, you know, the, the team this year uh, and moving forward, it's all well documented, right? The Mark mm-hmm. Messier guaranteed, uh, you know, the Brian Leach winning the first uh, Conn Smythe for an American in history. Uh, you know everything you need to know about Stefan Matteau. I mean, the, there's there's so much history at their fingerprints now, thanks to you know this technology and all of that. But I'm not sure it's a good thing or not. Maybe <laughs> maybe if they knew nothing about our a 1994 run, maybe they'd feel a little less pressure. I don't know. <laughs> but regardless, it is what it is, and they're going to have to kind of uh, deal with that moving forward. But mm-hmm. uh, still great after 28 years. Uh, to go back to Madison Square Garden like I did in game one and game two and have people acknowledge that uh, 
they, they, they still feel that championship. They're still proud of that championship. And, you know, if uh, the younger generation weren't around for it, they certainly know everything they need to know about oh, yeah. it because of their parents, it's like and us, grandparents. We're, we're dying for it. Born in '96, <laughs> so I know. Two right. years, yeah, and I'm '93, so I was like I three years old at the time. Yeah. Two years old, so yeah. one year old as you were born. No, in no, no. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, I'm <laughs> January. There. I'm January. There. It's you got a taste of it going yeah. to a conference final. So just wait Can't for count. the real thing. It'll be outstanding. And yeah. And I don't want to, I would never disrespect anybody's championship, but there's a difference between winning a, a Stanley Cup in Tampa Bay and Carolina and New York City. Uh-huh. That's right. For sure. Right. That's for right. Sure. Right there. Right yeah. there with you. But Kipper, we want to thank you so much. And before we do let you go, I know you also have your own alcohol now, right? Oh, you, yeah. You right? Thanks, Johnny. Plug yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Plug away. Plug I away. Do. I do. Um, it's called uh, Little Buddha. My wife and I had started a cocktail company. We uh, we just signed a deal to bring it. Uh, we're going to soft launch it in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Washington D.C. area. Are you sponsoring but, um, Ranger shows? Uh, not yet, but we <laughs> we're working on that. We're I'll DM you my address. <laughs> we would we would love to bring it to New York City as yeah. soon as we can. Um, but it's uh, all organic, no preservatives, no sugar uh and uh, keto friendly all the better for you components of a drink it's at four percent alcohol uh under 90 calories so and it tastes fantastic mm-hmm. yeah definitely so, got to try that i need to get amazing it when it comes to, to new york city yeah that's for sure. thanks and then you know for all your ranger fans out there um just one note too yep. uh, last year i got to write a book called uh undrafted tons of new york stories about 94 in it uh and it uh, can be picked up on amazon um any of your book uh dot coms uh plenty of ranger stuff in there uh, uh hopefully Next on my uh, list. enjoy it yeah you're yeah. doing it all these days huh radio everything a little bit talk, yeah, everything. A little yeah, bit yeah busier now than i was ever but uh it's been fun um and uh I'm, I'm working on a, on an app too, that uh, oh, I'm shit. hoping it'll come out in September. Wow. Um, but, Multi-talented. Uh, I've got, uh, I've got a lid on that one, but uh, you guys will be the first to know a little bit more about it uh, in the fall. So make sure you have me back on your show mm-hmm. uh, September and uh, we can get into that a lot more. You're welcome. Oh, whatever season, Kipper, seriously. Yeah. Just say the word. Yes. Yeah, uh, opener. We know you got thanks a hot so much, date Kip. night, so we'll let you go. Yeah, thanks. It. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the Stanley Cup final. The draft free agency. It's going to be exciting here. Uh, and happy to come back on your show uh, anytime. Thanks, Kipper. Talk thanks, Kip. See you guys. Later. We really want to thank Nick Kiprios for coming on. And as you heard him say, he will be back on in the future. So we'll definitely have to do that uh, at a later date. But, Cody, I know you want to talk about one quick thing about the Stanley Cup. So I'm yeah. saying it over to you. Also, my boy Kip dropping a good old Yankee story. What a guy. What a guy. But um, yeah, the, the one thing I wanted to say is we did talk about, you know, Cop and Vetrano and, and guys like that being a great acquisition. Man, how about Arturi Lekkonen? I mean, he was such a great. And that's the guy I wanted. You know, I, I was complaining. Well, you wanted I, everyone. <laughs> no, no. But Lekkonen was the OG. Lekkonen yeah. was the first guy I mentioned to you that I was just like, man, he was a great acquisition for them. He scored the game winning goal today um, or yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was awesome. But um, yeah, anyways, I think that's it. And uh, the only other thing is we're going to be off next week. 
And then we're going to drop an episode the following Monday, you know, just take off for July 4th. And uh, we got some cool stuff lined up. So definitely keep tuning in. And, you know, thank you guys as always. Love you guys. Enjoy your July 4th weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.